Previously on Red Channel Condition. Oh God, guys, what's happening to me? No, I, I think I'm turning into a Republican. Peter, Mike, fight it. Use the powers of your minds. Remember what we mean to each other. Red Channel Condition is mine to destroy. John, pull back! Mike sacrificed himself. He didn't have to. So yeah, I think that mass shootings are basically perpetrated by Big Candle and the Vigil Market. Guys, it's getting dangerous. I think we have to go back. John, I'm passing on the Matrix of Leadership to you. Where's that blasted salami? I can smell it. Ah, all it needs is slicing. But can we really find love on this battlefield? And now, the conclusion. Red Channel Condition with Michael. Maybe one day we'll have more listeners than episodes. Jonathan. You have threatened my freedom and flown a plane directly into my heart. And Peter. Mike, would you take John's penis if he offered it to you? And welcome back, listeners, to Season 2 of Red Channel Condition. I'm your host, Peter, and I'm once again joined by my two co-hosts, Michael and Jonathan. Guys, we did it. We're back. How do you feel? What, how did you spend your time off? Uh, the, you know, our summer vacation was short, you know, but we're back. I had all these things I was planning on doing, and like you said, summer vacation. Oh, these are my plans for the summer. And then it goes by, and you did nothing but sit around and watch cartoons. Yeah, that's basically that's basically how I feel now. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much how I feel about it because uh, I we like we promised our listeners we would do homework and read summer books and and none of that really happened. Like we we got together, we we we, we tried to do a couple things, we failed miserably, and uh, we're right back here. And I just I watched uh, watch cartoons and and, and jerked <laughs> off. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even want to be back in school right now. I got so used to not doing anything. I mean, we're recording at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, this is rough. I just want to go back to sleep. It's crazy. (laughs) What am I doing? No, but there's so much that's going on in the world. We have to reconnect with our listeners. They've they've been without us for too long. I I don't know. Like, I barely missed you guys. Like... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're at the mercy of the streets. The streets are hungry. You know, we can't we can't not feed the streets. My god. Put that shit up for adoption. Well, we got we got a few things in the bag to to start our listeners off. Um but I thought we, we might begin things on a fun note for season 2. So without further ado, it's time to play. Wow. Oh, no, no. That is That's right. right. Wow, no, that's right. So for today's edition of Wow, No, That's Right, I decided to link an article uh, for eight of the weirdest and dumbest products coming out in 2021. Um, among, <laughs> among them, I want to start with um, the Toto Wellness Toilet. Now, this is a, a toilet that is currently being developed by a company uh, called CES that analyzes your skin and feces when you defecate <laughs> and and then we'll we'll collect and extract a wellness information that can then be relayed back to you guys do you do you want do you want your toilet you know to like a jetsons toilet that would be like Mike, stop drinking for god's sakes <laughs> do you need do you, <laughs> 
Is this a wow? No, or that's right, guys. Uh, I'm gonna go uh no, right? So I mean, there's there's utility in like some sort of you know toilet you know telling you you know anything that might be you know up with you or anything like that. Like I guess it's it's good to know, right? But I just feel like more smart devices, more things collecting your data and stuff like that. I'm just I'm just kind of over it right now. Like I'm over you know everything tracking you, everything you know, assessing your information, and stuff. I'm just I'm just done with it. Like. You know, I I feel like I remember watching like this uh this sketch on Adult Swim or whatever about like smart pipe like a a toilet that like takes a picture of your asshole or whatever and like <laughs> uses your ass as an as a fingerprint to identify you and like that's just what that's just how I feel about this I'm just super done with this sort of shit so like oh no you wouldn't want like a a live toilet cam feed that you could watch on your phone while you poop you, you don't want that <laughs> no I, th- I think I'm good on that. <laughs> What about you, Mike? Is this wow, no, or that's right for you? I'm going to go that's right. <laughs> I would have this in my house, although I feel like it would have to be like a personal uh, toilet because that's probably a pretty... It feels like it would be an invasion of privacy otherwise for, for the guests like that come over. Um, but yeah, this is, this is something, if it works the way I, I would think it works, right? If it can detect maybe there's a presence of blood, you know, that could be an indication of colon cancer and getting some kind of early warning would be great. Yeah, no, this is this is great. Like give me give me more stuff uh that I can feed into my into my health tracking apps. Welcome. You've got cancer. <laughs> I mean like that's <laughs> that's probably not how you want to find out, but you know, find, finding out early is better than not finding out, I suppose. Amazing. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm going to vote wow on this. Um, it's interesting concept. I feel like the, 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 the head and the heart is in the right place. But I, I, I see both. I'm, I'm in the middle of you two guys. I'm with John. With the, I'm tired of things tracking my data and analyzing me every fucking atom of my being 24-7. But I also see the benefit of uh, an early warning detection system of my poop. And um, wh- while I think it's a little weird for me to be having a medical conversations with my toilet, um, I think it's a, I think it's an interesting concept. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, as long as they're not using that information to throw up ads, right? You know, like oh, it's, not an, it's not, it's anal- not, <laughs> it's not analyzing your shit, and then like. <laughs> throwing up something for fresh direct of like we've got deals on broccoli and cauliflower <laughs> you know like i don't i don't want that you don't need the arby's ad to come up and be like we got the meats or something <laughs> like that. that poop is looking very very solid <laughs> i think we need to break this up try metamucil <laughs> that that would be that would be a bridge too far yeah can i change can i change my vote now because like just the the idea of the aol ad is kind of as we said, I, I like I, I think I'm gonna go with wow instead because I just like the idea of like Clippy or like Microsoft Bob telling me, you know, like you something good about my anus. <laughs> you know, or like the sad music playing if something is bad about my anus. It'd be amazing. Like imagine if you could outfit a toilet with a Pico projector and then you can actually just project like 3D a paperclip bob while you shit and it's just telling you 
you know, you you need some preparation H and you know, click this <laughs> link to get it. Be great. Did you mean hemorrhoids? All right. How about a couple more products? Uh, which which of the neck? Which of these products stuck out to you, Mike? Uh, which would you want to talk about? There is a phone um, that you can basically train your dog to use. It's it's a little ball and it's attached to, I guess, maybe like a video screen. And when the dog touches the ball, it'll call the call the owner. And researchers are trying to see whether this dog phone actually has some kind of psychological benefit for the dog and the owner you know like does the dog get anything out of calling the owner does the dog know that it is calling the owner it is it is a product (laughs) i don't i don't really know where to go with it except for it's a product and i am firmly in the camp of no because it's a fucking dog (laughs) uh i guess you on there you know i'm I'm going to say that that's a a no as well, but only because I don't have a dog. I have a cat, so like if I had you, know, if if there was a phone for the cat, the cat wouldn't call me anyway, and I would be sad about it. Like the cat, <laughs> the, like I would want to know what the cat is doing, and the cat would be completely uninterested in letting me know that. You know, the, cat the cat would call you just to yell "fuck you." <laughs> Hang up. You're fat, human. Where's my food? Like. I, I think we've come to the unanimous conclusion of no on this. Um, I do have a dog, and I I really don't need the dog to contact me when I'm on the go. Like, the last thing I need when I'm driving is, like, my dog calling me, you know, <laughs> to be like, when are you coming home? Are you home yet? Is there food? Like, and then I drive into a fucking ditch. Like, I would blow my brains out if every time the dog rolled a fucking ball that I'd be getting a goddamn, like, fucking holographic video conversation no absolutely not no i'm voting no <laughs> uh, that dog's gonna be texting you like hey you up uh, yeah absolutely fucking not that's the dumbest invention i've ever heard of in my life people got too much uh venture capital startup money where the fuck is our venture capital startup money <laughs> we could we could have made the dog phone come on <laughs> Well, there's one I thought John might be interested in, which was like the 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 glasses finder one. Well, I mean, actually, the one that I was I was interested in talking about was the smart perfume. Yeah. So you know, in the article that you sent, you know, there was a, a Minu smart perfume, right? Which is the one product cra- uh, category that hadn't been yet touched by tech or AI or any of the or blockchain or any of the you know bullshit buzzfeed, I mean uh, buzzwords that are around these days, right? So. This patent-pending smart perfume is controlled by an app that learns your preferences, right? You know, each tube of the smart perfume contains you know, three distinct uh, fragrances you know, made with you know, uh, 100% vegan, sustainably supported uh, ingredients, right? And you use the app to choose you know, how you feel or you know, what the occasion is, you know, what your mood is. Do you have like a sexy mood or are you looking for an eclectic smell or something like that? And it just kind of you know, detects how you feel and like makes something up, right? <laughs> you know, which is just yeah. Like I don't know what to do with that. This is this is you. Know, I'm not, I guess, disinterested in it. It's just probably beyond you know, my scope of understanding, right? Because you know, so you have a tube of mystery chemicals, and then like you're just telling an <laughs> app to do something, and it's just spraying you with some shit. Like, what happens if it sprays you with something that smells like you know, like a landfill? Or, you know, 
it sprays you with dog mist or something like that. You know, like I don't know, I don't know what's in there. Maybe they're on. Maybe they're onto something, right? Like maybe the future of of perfumes, you know, fragrances is in fact shit that could read your body or read your moods and like make something. But like I don't know if we're there yet. I guess that's a. Is that a? That's right. Hey, you tell me. So man. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that, I guess that that's a that's a wow, right? I'm I don't know where I stand with that. You, you know what? That's funny because this this reminds me of an episode of Deep Space Nine where there was an assassin that used a device like this, exactly like this, where like it could combine like various fragrances or chemicals or whatever, and it was it was a perfume that did that. Um, and like, if you'd mix two of the chemicals, it would make like a nice perfume. But the third chemical, if you mixed it would, would produce like a fucking neurotoxin to kill wow. people. So like, that's what, that's how I want this to get used. I want this to be like assassin perfume where like, I could just like fucking waste people by <laughs> programming the app to like create fucking anthrax or some shit. Like that would be Jesus. I'm going to vote wow on this. I'm, you know, I'm going to go with wow for this. Just because on the other end of stuff, on the gaming side, I remember a uh, like a peripherals company trying to do somewhat of the same thing. They had it was like a USB plug-in, and then they had multiple scents that ah. right. Um, you know, yeah. and if you were you know in the game, you were in a jungle, it might sh- like shoot out some you know leafy smells. So, like, if that was kind of interesting to me, I, I can't on the other end go, like, because this is a perfume and scent thing, I can't be like, no, this is, this is terrible. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to go with that. It's interesting, but not for me. That concludes this week's edition of Wow, No, That's Right. All right, getting back to, to actual news. Um... You guys had linked an article about the state of news today and how it's changing and who's going to have access going forward. Would you guys care to inform our listeners a little bit about what's going on? You know, it's it's not so much a what's going on, you know, because it's you know there's you know it's it's always been going on, right? Like this isn't and this isn't like a a new uh, topic or anything like that. It's just something that I've been thinking about, you know, as you know things progress, you know, in, you know, on the internet and, you know, in, in America and you know, the world as a whole, right? So, you know, we may have, you know, recently there had been, you know, some uh, Facebook whistleblower, you know, I guess while we've been on break and, you know, they came, you know, and revealed that, you know, they knew that Facebook was uh, kind of uh, fanning the flames of, you know, like disinformation and, you know, algorithmic uh, division in the country. Right, you know, and in the world in general, like they knew about it, and they didn't want to you know leak that because they knew that would affect their standing in the marketplace in general, right, and you know it got me to thinking about the way that news media uh operates you know both in in America and you know in the world, right, so there's a lot of you know sources of information you know in general, right, you know and it's difficult to get people to be interested in consuming quote good information, right? Because good information, you know, requires you to pay money for it, right? 
you know, like you need to get like subscriptions, you you need to pay for, you know, premium access or whatever, right? You know, and you know, you gotta subscribe to something, you know, like the New York Times or like the New Yorker or, you know, Washington Post or, you know, like your Los Angeles Los Angeles newspaper, whatever it is, you know, you you are interested in that is, you know, quality you generally have to pay money for even if it's just sports right like you got to pay money for like espn plus or you know the athletic or you know uh think like deadspin or uh defector or something like that right good good news you know requires money right whereas all of the you know you know, bad shit all of the fake stuff all of the you know like alex jones type shit you know all of the you know joe rogan fucking you know bullshit and all of the you know space alien shit and like all kinds of you know, disinformation you know is free right like you can't get anything from the new york times for free you know unless you're willing to pirate news or whatever but you can go to fucking you know like q wizard blood libel patriot dot now or something like that and get whatever the fuck you want <laughs> right and there's nothing but time and honestly money in making you know websites like that, right? It doesn't cost any money to make a website like that or make a Facebook page like that or you know make a live stream like that. You know, so how can you you know how can you incentivize good news? You know, like news that has you know, like a standard of you know, I guess ethics, news that has a standard of quality, you know when people won't pay for it, right? And when, you know, it costs money to generate, right? Like, you got to pay reporters, you know, more than, you know, a cup of ramen, right? Like, we always, we look at Spider-Man or whatever, look at Peter Parker swinging around, you know, he can't pay for his apartment taking pictures, right? You know, being a regular journalist or something like that, right? Fucking Superman is poor, right? You know, uh, Parkhead <laughs> is poor, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we have all these historic, we have all these, like, funny, uh, I guess, allegories to, you know, what reporters, you know, with ethics are doing. And they're all fucking broke, right? So, you know, how do we how do we solve that? How do we square that circle? You know, that's kind of where I've been at. Jeez Louise, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, but I do I do kind of I'm on the fence about this because on on the one hand, like paying like money for news, like news should in theory should be like free and accessible to people to stay informed. Like it, it, that's what I think. But we also know how this country operates and this country operates, you know, you don't get anything for free in America. That's not our business model. So especially anything quality. So, you know, I'm all for like I'm a big supporter of things like public broadcasting and and, and stuff like that. So, yes, I, I, I do kind of believe that if we want quality journalism, then we, we might be the ones who have to, like, fund that shit. Um, so I, I, I kind of see both sides of the spectrum here. I wish it was free. But I would be willing to pay money to have quality and legitimate sources of information flowing. So that's kind of how I feel about it. No, it's 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 weird. Like if you were to tell me, okay, your tax dollars are going to fund public broadcasting, or you know, maybe some kind of equivalent of BBC News or or something. I mean, okay, fine, yeah, cool. You can you can have those tax dollars. If you were to say, um. Like, or, I mean, no one would say, but would I then in turn say, okay, you're not taking those tax dollars for that reason, so I'm going to spend 
I, I, I don't know what a New York Times subscription is like uh, these days, but like, I feel like it's like a hundred dollars or some shit like that a year, which is just you know. Okay, so money. like, you know, are you basically gonna pony up twelve or fifteen bucks a month or something, right? Basically, the cost of a uh, of a Netflix or or an HBO uh, sub to get, say, the New York Times. And you know what? No, like I, I, I mean, I, I could do it. <laughs> I haven't done it. And you know, like, would I rather have a subscription to the New York Times or would I rather have HBO Max, right? Or would I rather have Disney Plus? I'm. I'm leaning towards Disney Plus and HBO Max. So I get the problem, but I don't know if I'm... I mean, I might be one of these... I might be the prototypical consumer in that case, right? Like, of oh, yeah, I see the problem, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Like, I'm not going to pay for news. I mean, that's what the that's what incognito mode is for. I know, I know I'm the part of the problem, though. Well, then we, we, we can't really complain, because if we're going to willfully be part of the problem, yeah. then we can't complain that there's no fucking legitimate news or anything worth a fuck uh, consuming to actually like inform and, and, and better your yeah. frame of reference. I've never subbed to news. I don't know if you guys have. No, I've, 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 subbed, I've subscribed to news. Like, again, you... Now the thing is, you know, I never subscribed to it, you know, out of my own volition, right? Like when I was a kid, like for example, I used to want you know, I used to want to have the newspaper, right? You know, so I could read the sports and the comics and shit like that. And, you know, I used to pay my quarter, you know, or fifty cents, you because know, I'm old as fuck, right? And you know, later when you started subscribing to things on the internet, you know, when in college or whatever, you know, they would give you, you know, a New York Times subscription or like a Washington Post subscription or you know, the New Yorker or something like that for free, right? You could subscribe to any, or you could subscribe to any number of newspapers or magazines via the library for free, right? You know, so that's how I had subscriptions to stuff, right? You know, but if I, you know, just like you said, right, if I had to choose between, you know, I got like a hundred dollars and, you know, I need to pay a, pay a bill or like eat, you know, pay my rent or something like that, or, or have the newspaper, right? I'm going to I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to buy that pizza. You know, I'm going to subscribe to you know, uh PlayStation Plus or something like that, right? Like these things are more I guess immediately materially relevant to me. But, you know, that's like you're saying that's part of the problem. You know, if I was you know, if I was a crazy billionaire or something like that, right? You know, what I would do is you know, I would fund you know, in crazy amounts, you know, public broadcasting and specifically local news, right? You know, because part of the problem is those big, you know, I guess, large media outfits, right? Like things like CNN, you know, things like, you know, I guess, national NBC or national ABC, CBS, etc., right? Like, you know, these things, you know, not that they don't have editorial control, but they have like a large publisher that, you know, owns them, right? And then, like, lots of local news in the current landscape because, you know, shit doesn't, you know, pay rent or anything like that for the journalists, right? Again, large publishers own it, right? Like, you have, like, Sinclair Media Group that owns a lot of you know, local TV and radio channels, right? And, you know, something like that is, like, you know, a ver very, very partisan. 
and they seek to you know drive content on those channels right you know so your local news thing is also just you know fucking patriot news today dot now you know now right like looking at you know, abc 8 in you know fucking podunk pennsylvania or something like that is going to be broadcasting that because it's cheaper to do that than some real shit so if i was like some guy like like a coach a cock brother or something like that i would fund the local news but to do the opposite of that right and then you know if i was a politician or i guess if i was a rich lobbyist i would fund uh regulation and decentralization of the internet right because i think the same thing with the large publishers controlling you know local news because it's cheaper you know basically these you know large internet platforms are kind of like de facto publishers too right like you know, they just don't have any, you know, ethical regulations, any regulations like the FCC would apply to a TV channel or a radio station. There's no regulations like that for the Internet. So I can, you know, if, I, if I'm on some website or something like that, if I'm on a Facebook page or whatever, you know, I can just, you know, I can say whatever I want, right? I can just say that there are, you know, reverse vampires in a, a pizza shop, you know, drinking baby fetuses for Democrats or something like that, and it's no problem. Right. There's no editorial control for that. You know, so that's kind of that's how I would start. But to solve problems like this, if the solution lies in the generosity of billionaires, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, what kind of I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we're at, isn't it? Well, I was going to say, like, wasn't this kind of like one of the solutions? You know, you, you take a look at like the. Uh... Or not even presidential, but the, some of the recent, like the primary and the, for example, like Bernie Sanders, you know, who was getting his funding from, you know, his $27 from blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I would think that the same kind of thing would also apply to politics. Like if, if again, you, you want something good without being corrupted by monetary interests with like, their own agenda, you know, you might have to fund that shit yourself. Like, um, I think that in this day and age, if, if we do want good news, good politicians, you know, things that we try to keep honest, these might unfortunately have to come out of our own pocket. But I mean, at least if we do it that way, you're guaranteed or, or in theory kind of guaranteed that they might actually function to do what they were designed or in, intended to do. I, as as always, I agree with that. You know, I always think that you know collectivism and stuff like that. You know, is generally the way to these things. But as always, it's one of those you know, like you first, right? Right, 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 you know, right. You know, everyone, you know, everyone is like, yeah, you know, let's you know, we'll donate out of our own pockets and stuff like that. And like, you know, but that that brings us right back to you know, when you have a hundred dollars left, right? And you know, you have to choose between you know, the the real incorruptible news. Or you know that pizza because you're hungry, like you're going to, you're going to feed yourself, right? What's that like Maslow's hierarchy of needs or something like that? Like I feel like news and uh, politicians are not very high in the hierarchy of needs. I don't, I, I don't know what what the answer is, but I know if you're paying for news, a lot of times it feels also like you're just paying to get yourself worked up and angry. Because um, I know on our break, right? I didn't follow shit because I didn't have to follow anything. There wasn't any topics to discuss for what our little two month or or month break, dude. I was unplugged and it was great. 
Doesn't that feel nice? I, I didn't have to go. No, it was wonderful. Like, why would I pay money just to be faced with more bullshit that that is quite frankly out of my control? I don't. I don't know. Ignorance really is bliss, at least in in in, in this situation. <laughs> but also, you know, we're. I feel like people confuse what news is. John just mentioned people get news from Joe Rogan or The Daily Show was the, I guess, on the more left left side of things. The Daily Show was um, more trusted as a news source than many other places. Like we're confusing entertainment from news. News itself shouldn't be entertaining, but, you know, because of the way it is and, and the way we consume just as regular people, we're going to gravitate towards things that are more entertaining. You're tr- you have to trust that the maker of it, of this, of this entertainment, is coming from a place of ethics. With with Facebook and and you know people buying into these conspiracies, is Facebook guilty? of it or are they providing a platform like are we people like people are to blame for it i have a problem with blaming face everything on facebook even though i'm not really i don't support them and i don't use them but it's kind of like you're you're taking your responsibility as a consumer of of media and news and just removing that personal responsibility yes i'm going to go to this some random facebook page and believe that there are vampire Democrats eating baby fetuses in the, in the basement of a pizza shop. Like, you choose to believe that. I'm not. Like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know where I am. It's like, how, how do you remove that responsibility from people? Nah, fuck all that. Like, that's just, that's, that's going too far, right? Like, so the problem is not that you, I guess you're choosing to believe that, right? Because that is on you, right? The problem is that these platforms are designed to promote and disseminate and raise to your attention mm-hmm. new content like that, right? It's because that's what gets the most you know, clicks, the most views, the most whatever, right? You know, that's, that's by, it's by design that content was like that. That's why I was talking about decentralization of the internet, right? You know, so... Back in back in the day, it's not that this content didn't exist, right? You could go to like some website and you would talk about the reverse vampires and the mole people and the the <laughs> the globalist Democrats and you know uh, sex parties and pizza dens, right? Like you could have done that in the year two thousand and seven, right? But it w- in two thousand and seven there wasn't a a mechanism to you algorithmically rank that higher than other information. You would have to go to some backwater webpage to find that content because you yourself were already interested in that, right? I want the decentralization of the internet so that information is not ranked based on you, right? Because the, the problem is that the, is the rank is the gatekeeper now, right? You know, not the quality. Right, right? whatever That's gets the, the most views, likes, right. eyeballs. Right. And I mean, that, you know, that's something that we even, you know, as we do this podcast, like we fight with that, right? Like, you know, we fight the urge to do what is, you know, or you know, give the content that gets the most agitation versus the content that's most you know, interesting to us, the content that's most legit to us, right? It'd be easy to just do some shit that, you know, 
oh, well, you know, it will get outraged, so like people will hate click and listen and stuff like that. It'd be very easy to you know to be yet another show like that. But we try to bring the people, we try to bring our listeners, you know, shit that is actually materially relevant to us, even at the risk of not getting mad clicks, not not getting a ton of listens and stuff like that. That's ethics. Right. Get your news from the journalistic integrity of Red Channel Condition. <laughs> yeah, again, you know, like that is that is also a problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 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 all for you know classifying uh, these these aggregates basically as publishers, right? Um, so at least they're held to some kind of standard. But I don't. I I've always been very focus on on responsibility as far as as far as the stuff i don't know like maybe i'm i'm looking at it from my like high evolutionary point of view where you know i'm not like these other girls i'm not i'm not so easy to radicalize and i don't see how these other people are so easily led to believe in 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 these things so i have to recognize that it's out there and that it is a problem I have, you know, I agree with personal responsibility, right? But, you know, publishers, you know, web platforms, et cetera, should not be putting their thumb on the scale, right? Mm. You got to let, you have to get your thumb off the scale. The government, on the other hand, you know, it is actually, you know, their, you know, the reason why they exist, the reason why people are elected is to put their thumb on the scale, right? Like we ask, you know, our elected officials to do stuff for us, right? You know, we ask them to go, hey, you know, like, we think that society should lean in this direction, right? Like, you know, this is what we think progress should be. This is what we think should be regulated. This is what we think should not be regulated. And so on. So, so we actually, like, we literally empower them to put the thumb on the scale in favor of society. So that's actually their job. It's their job to say, hey, Facebook or a, you know, Twitter or a, you know, anything that's using, you know, uh, anything that is publicly funded, like the Internet, right? Inter you know, you know, the series of tubes that is the internet is a public-private partnership, right? So, you know, anything that's using these things, just like anything that's using airwaves like TV and radio, right? Like, we're asking them to put our, their thumbs on the scale and say, if you're going to use these, you got to have some kind of, you know, ethics in, right. in yeah. making use of them, right? Like, back in the day, they used to have the fairness doctrine, right, for TV and radio, right? So you couldn't necessarily be explicitly partisan, right? And if you're going to be explicitly partisan, then you have to have equal time, you know, and you have to have, you know, certain uh, requirements of, I guess, as John, as, uh, as Stephen Colbert used to call it, truthiness, right? You know, like, right. like you couldn't just be on, you know, I guess, ABC or whatever, just being like, you know, the Democrats you know, or the Republicans shoot I-beams and, like, you know, they put... You, you parademons, they, they release parademons from Apocalypse. Like, they couldn't just say that, right? And they had to spend an equal amount of time, you know, being able to say or not say whatever was true or not true and whatever they could substantiate, right? Because they had to substantiate things. I feel like there's no reason, you know, that, I guess, quote, publishers on the internet could not be required to have something like that, right? And that wouldn't absolve people of their personal responsibility to believe or not believe. Because, hey, back in those days, it's not like people didn't believe in neo-alien abductions and the Illuminati and shit like that, right? People are calling into coast-to-coast -coast radio AM you know, all the fucking time, right? 
you know, we still watched you, uh, Dan Aykroyd or whatever, talk about aliens and shit on, net- <laughs> on Netflix, right? Like that shit still happened, right? So it's not a question of, you know, would people believe or not believe it? It's more of a question of the platforms would not be designed to facilitate people's belief of things based on rank rather than quality. I, I agree with a, a lot of this, but it, for me personally, this this kind of points back, like if I were to pinpoint the moment when we kind of lost control of this, for me, this actually does go back to the major news outlets in this country because like, like w- what you were talking about before, like back in the day, there used to be some kind of standard of journalistic integrity and like bullshit journalism was called out. Like there was a term yellow journalism for that. Like eventually, you know, with the birth of like, you know, CNN and and like 24 hour news and shit like that, they they made a shift to try to make it more infotainment. And that's where we kind of got off the rails. And you know what? I can't, I can't necessarily blame the internet because look, mommy and daddy are, you know, becoming partisan and infotainment. So I'm not surprised at all that, you know, other outlets are just like, well, A, fuck the news because the news is full of shit. And B, well, if the news is full of shit, well, I can be full of shit too. And it's not wrong because they did it. I mean, we have a chicken and egg problem. Is the, is the news bullshit or and then we don't believe it and then we're going to go find our other sources that we choose to believe. You, you need a you basically need a third a third party you know really coming in and kind of resetting things but yeah that that cat's out of the bag you know we talk about the government you know like it's this entity but the government is made of people who are each susceptible to the same faults as other people and self-interests and right now we're seeing how these how the partisan news cycle benefits both sides. So is one really going to give, like, hey, you know what? You're right. Uh, For the better of everything, we should probably do something about this partisan news or have it be more based on facts um, and reality. Or should we just let this stuff keep building? Because we're getting benefits. They're getting benefits. You know, if we put down our swords, they're just going to stab us, right? It's, you're going to have to rely on people with an advantage to say, hey, that's too much an advantage. Let's fight fair. See, you know, not to, you know, I guess make this topic go on you know, even longer or whatever, but like, are, quote, both sides receiving benefits? I don't know. I don't know that the benefit to, you know, the full spectrum of the left is the same as the benefits to the full spectrum of the right, because, you know, like... You know, those are those of us that you know, espouse left politics or whatever, right? Like, there's there's too many variations of that to be served by any you know, by any particular publishers or media outfits or I guess the media ecosystem in general, right? Right, like the shit that you know, benefits I guess uh, AOC and Bernie and stuff like that is not the same things that benefit you know, like uh, more centrist uh, politicians who are part of the American left, right? You know, is not the same thing that benefits you, know, Joe Manchin or something like that, who is the in theory part of the American left, which of course is the problem, right? The American left is too too broad, too many coalitions, you know, that need to be in that tent. Versus you, know, the right, which is uniform, it just wants to own libs. It doesn't matter 
where you fall, you know, ideologically in that as long as, you know, you know, whoever is not Republican loses, right? So you can get your information from how, whatever source you want in that vector, right? They're just, they're all going to be saying the same shit, right? And that's not true, you know, on, you know, I guess the left spectrum. I blame the lizard people, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it, it's arguable, like, you know, we're definitely... Both sides are getting benefits for sure. I think, you know, just look at voter turnout. But Republicans and conservatives seem to, you know, they play to their advantages better, and and they always have, which is why so many Democrats or 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 even more left leaning Democrats say that the party is useless, and then, you know they don't take the advantage when they can have it. Um, Republicans have been in in the past very good at that. I mean, they 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 straight up do not have to uh, abide by you. Like I was saying, right? There's no editorial requirements <laughs> in in that universe. You you can you can say whatever you want as long as it owns the lib. They 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 have a bit more freedom. So yeah, they're they yeah they're going to. Uh... Well, that's just American then. You know, <laughs> that's that's what that's what I'm getting yeah. at. This is <laughs> this is yep. you know people deserve the media. That they get, you know, and and as a person who doesn't pay for their news, I deserve what I get, and you know, I have access to like the free shit, the CNN, the you know, the Fox News, the MSNBCs, and the ABC like local newses, and that's what I deserve. You know, maybe I don't deserve like that best investigative journalism that I desperately need, right? But I'm not willing to pay for it. That's why you know, vote you know, vote for me to become a omni billionaire so I can fund <laughs> uh, fair media by putting my thumb on the scale like an authoritarian. What would Lex Luthor do? Yeah, he he would have bought the he would have bought the Daily Planet. That's exactly what he did. You know, like, and that just shows you that you can be Superman, but it's just better to be just God rich. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can't beat them, join them. So, hey, you guys want to you guys want to stir the shit a little bit? Uh, we we there's there's news to talk about, which was the uh, the verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Do we do we want to do we want to <laughs> oh, offer Christ. our listeners <laughs> our thoughts on that? Um, I I don't know. I'm I I'm I'm not I'm not surprised that this guy got off in this day and age, but it still makes me angry. Like the fact that this dude can just be strolling around like crossing states with guns and like blowing people away and then it's just fine kind of speaks to <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this, with our society but this isn't like the first or I, I i sincerely doubt the last time we've seen something like this so yeah um it's it's pretty fucked up but this is where we are yeah i mean this is you know I'm I'm a black dude in America, so like you know, this is not only not surprising. This is like a day that ends in Y for me, right? So, you know, in you know the dude that uh killed uh George Floyd, like the cops and shit like that, you know, getting hemmed up, like that's act that's actually a glitch in the Matrix, right? And like this is normal, <laughs> right? So <laughs> you this you him getting off scot free, having murdered people on video at you know crossing you. Entering another state, you know, with a gun that was not his, you know, under you know, under uh, the age of eighteen, it's per like, that's things working as intended, right? The system is working as designed, right? You, know, uh, 
uh, gun rights being more important than you know the right to people to not die or something like that you know, is exactly you know, as intended. The system is replicating itself, right? So of course. And, and did did we basically use the "it's coming right for us" excuse for yes. this? Is, is went, that we, really? We went full South Park here, right? So like you know the the dude is like he, the dude was, you know felt that he was being attacked by a skateboard. Right, and as we all know, a skateboard is exactly as powerful a weapon as a gun. So, right, know, right, right. Like, well, he, in the hands he, of a black man, sure. I mean, you don't know what that skateboard's going to do. Right, you know. So, hey, you, uh, he, you, they were coming right for him, and he had no, he had no choice but to stand his ground and defend himself. I have actually a a, a kind of a different perspective on this one because, you know, again, looking at it purely from the law, right? And John just said it. Gun rights, property rights, more important than people's lives. You know, the prosecution actually was the best defense because they they kind of screwed up a lot. But they were coming from actually a very weak point. Like all of these things you said about him having a gun that wasn't his and crossing state lines and all of that stuff. It doesn't look good, but it's meaningless within the courtroom, right? Because this is all about self-defense. You know, like, I don't have to defend myself with my own gun or with my own whatever. So all of that stuff didn't even really make too much of a difference. I don't know if you guys saw the part of the trial where... He cried? The only surviving uh, victim of the shooting basically admitted that he only... um, Rittenhouse only shot him when he pointed his own gun at Rittenhouse. So at that point, right, like, that's what you have guns for like that is what that is a self-defense thing and like i was watching um with other lawyers and we all just went holy shit that's over like it's done that is exactly what self-defense laws are for john you 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 just mentioned um you know the skateboard right being it doesn't have to be the exact same thing as a gun, right? Like if someone hits you with a skateboard on the head, you or tries to, you can defend yourself with a gun. You know, I mean, it, it could be a fist even. It could be a fist even. Like it's self-defense, yeah. especially in Wisconsin, right? Because we're looking, you know, we live in New York City where, you know, oh my God, we can't do anything to defend ourselves. We can't even carry we can't even carry mace, right? To Wisconsin where, you know, it's like the okay corral. Well, help help me understand. I just want to understand something real quick, because um, you you do know a good about the uh, a good amount about the law. Um, but it doesn't speak to any kind of intent. Him traveling with the gun that he didn't own, like, does that not speak to what his intent or state of mind would yes. have been? Yes. See, know, now this is that? something that I I wish that I didn't have the opportunity to watch the entire trial, but the clips that I saw, um, the bits and pieces that I saw, I didn't see the prosecution really try and dress that up because yes you know if you know if you're going down to a place like if i go to iraq right you know strapped you know in like military gear and like i'm ready to just like you know start killing um like random brown people right like maybe you invited that situation on yourself and that was kind of the argument but the defense came back and said well hey you know he had connections to his town so it wasn't completely random he didn't show up he was worked in the area so they tried to build this idea that this community that he was you know he quote unquote went down to protect well he was actually just doing that he had a reason to and then you also have the issue of 
you know, are you going to now say that if you don't necessarily belong in that area, but if there's some civil unrest going on there, that you are now not allowed to freely travel to that area because of whatever? It's it's kind of like, and you said it yourself, like proving intent. Intent is really hard to prove because you're trying to get into the mind of the individual. From a legal perspective, the prosecution was arguing from a pretty weak position, actually. And you know it was bad when they started bringing up things like, hey, did you play violent video games? Or, you know, or trying to use his right to remain silent against him in some way. And I'm sure you saw the judge absolutely blow the fuck up at that. Like, there are, they, were, they were forced into, like, a really bad hand, but I'm also not convinced that they did a great job either, with, even with their bad hand. But legally, like, this is exactly what is supposed to have happened. It sucks. Like, and I said it before on this podcast, right? The law is not about right and wrong or ethics, right? It's not even about justice. It's just the law is the law. It's what people have decided should happen when you have A inputs and B inputs. This is what you get. Interesting. Yeah, my my thing is, you know, like I was saying, like I told you guys in in you know, our various other you know chats and channels and stuff like that, right? Like, it's it's not about you know uh, the law, right? I'm not mad at the 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 law, right? Because you know that's uh you know every, every like I said, things have worked as design, right? Like this is this is balls and strikes as it was, right? So. It's I'm not I'm not mad or disappointed in that. I am mad or disappointed in the fact that the balls and strikes are not called equally for all batters. Right? You know, you know yeah. this this worked exactly as it should for this guy, right? Who had who is a uh you know a young white dude, you know, that you know, and they found all kinds of ways to justify, you know, like you said, right? You know, you can't prove that his intent, you, you can't prove his intent, right? And, you know, he's just going to, he said he's going to protect property. And hey, you know, like that's, you know, there's nothing illegal about going to a place, right? And there's nothing about being in a place, there's nothing illegal about being in a place with a gun and so on and so forth, right? So that's not, you know, we're not addressing that, right? But, you know, it fall it, you know, I'm very, I guess, there, there's nothing in it for me, right? When we talk about like how, you know, how open and shut the application of the law is when, you know, I can't walk around with a, a can of juice and some Skittles without getting murdered, right? Like I can't walk, you know, I can't, you know, exist without, you know, the material threat of being murdered casually, right? Like I might step, you know, I might walk through a, a train car and pass through the, the doors illegally or something like that, right? And you, know, that's when people will care about balls and strikes a lot, right? And they'll just shoot me because you know I resisted arrest, right? So <laughs> that that's really my problem. My problem is not that you know the law is not the law. My problem is that the law is only the law when you, know, it's someone that isn't me, right? Like if I'm not super rich <laughs> or not black, right? You know, not you know, not white. You know, that's when the law matters, right? You know, like rich dudes can embezzle money, you know, through time and space. But the second that the second that Mike, you makes a dollar go the wrong way, that's when they're going to come after you. Right. You know, 
these these are these are my general problems with the application of the law and you know the application of the law just like the way that you know things work in you know, various other systems the government or you know just you know just like existence in general just they just replicate you know the flaws that already exist within society within the economy etc right so that's that's my problem with this stuff yeah no i i i i totally i totally see that because you know one does ask the question right like what if you know i mean the the people he shot were white but what would what would happen if rittenhouse was black and he shot three white people right like how would that come out would it come out the same way ideally in this you know by the law it should come out the same way because it's it's a it's a pretty easy case of self defense but we know the history of the legal system we know the history of this country and we don't know right and yeah like totally get it that's um that's that's what's wrong with it that's what's that's what's wrong with the system you know the 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 protesting that occurred that caused mr rittenhouse to show up to protect property in a town that he does not live in you know that's 30 minutes away the that protesting occurred specifically because of that that question that you posed right you know it just seems that you know shit like this happens casually all the time right and these 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 white guys that got shot and killed they died just because they were allies to to people like me trying to assert their right to not be murdered casually right in in 2020 how fucking dare you <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so like you uh rittenhouse is going to be a hero right you know he's you know he's already got job offers and stuff like that and he's probably going to collect money off of yep. you know like you know christian crowdfund.com and you know, shit like that he's probably <laughs> he's going to be a poster boy for yeah. fucking white people going forward it's going to be yeah. great He's gonna get donations from you know, Patriots dot you know, Patriot Q anon dot now forever, right? He's good. <laughs> Meanwhile, those dudes are in the ground, right? And you know, we you know, people are just going to tell tell those pe those people's parents, you know, who lost their kids that well, you know, like it's the law, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so, so he basically is gonna become fa he's famous already, but he's probably mm -hmm. gonna become rich and famous by mm -hmm. by killing these people. Uh, amazing. He's he, he's already he's going to live a great life. Didn't Gates offer him a job or something? Yeah. Did I did I did I listen to that right? You are correct. Okay. Matt Gates, you know, Madison Cawthorn, you know, and that again, you know, that's that's why I was talking about uh the you know that media ecosystem, right? It only exists to own libs, so people are already like, Yeah, you know, let's own the libs and give him a job. They'll 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 be so mad. <laughs> right? So yeah. like that's that's all that's happening. It's you know, Everything is happening exactly as designed. The system works. I would say, um, depending on the outcome of the Oddbury case, people should, you know, start getting out their peaceful protest like guns and rocket launchers because I, I, that one. I, I don't know if you guys are following that one, but that one sh is another one of those very clear cut cases of was it or was it not self defense. But you know, uh, you guys remember during the Chauvin case, right? I was like, yeah, like this is Chauvin's paying the price because of just how egregious this is. And there mm -hmm. are a lot of gray lines, right? There were mm -hmm. a lot of coin flips and we know which way those coin flips generally lie. You no, know, it's, it's, you no, know, it's, it's more like shit like that. You know, I, if, if, 
if Ahmad Arbery goes uh, a different way than it ostensibly should, you know, I'll show up again at a protest, you know, just like I did, you know, in this past summer and just like I did in in years before, you know, because you know I don't just I, I don't just, you know, perform, I don't just do this performatively, this is my life, right? Like, I act like this materially affects me and people that I know, mm-hmm. you know, like you and y'all on the other, other end of these mics, right? So, and probably I'll get blown away by some other, you know, sim, you know vigilante who was just empowered by the result of this trial yesterday because essentially it was declared legal to go to a place to protect uh, property or protect things or whatever, and you know, position yourself in a place to agitate, you know, because mm-hmm. hey, it's legal, right? That's functionally what happened. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, shit. You, you remember like those uh, Bible thumpers that would go out mm-hmm. into front of abortion clinics and basically just agitate you to the mm-hmm. point that you like punch them, and then they'll like come and try and sue the pants off your face. It's like that. It is exactly like that. It's internet trolls come to life, and they're just, no, they try to push buttons to get you to react, and so that they can, in this case, kill you. It's, I'm not touching you politics. Right, right. That's what it is. (laughs) But at least, you know, I know that the podcast can be done with two people if I get shot at a protest. (laughs) (laughs) No, it can't. It can't. This, what are you talking about? it's it would be like losing Michael Jackson from the Jackson Five. Okay, well, you know, on a lighter note, I know we promised our listeners more more fecal facts this season. You know, because we kind of left our our listeners hanging in terms of all the all the questions they had about cow shit. But the cow shit's not the only important shit running around on this planet. In fact, uh, Mike, you linked an article about um, how they're reusing and putting to work. Um, Adult diapers, which are apparently very common in Japan, um, and I guess their contents into a new energy source. Uh, do you want? Do you <laughs> want to maybe regale our listeners with 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 a deep dive on that, and maybe we could uh, yeah. have a little bit of a discussion? Sure, sure. You know, talking about more things that are full of shit. Uh, Japan. <laughs> uh, uh, Japan has a rapidly aging society, and with comes with ages incontinence something to look forward to the older you get the younger you become so you know they're going down to i guess they, they need help with the with adult diapers um and there's this town in japan where i believe there has been a 13 percent increase to about 1.5 million tons of adult diapers and this is expected to grow another 23% by 2030. So Japan has a bit of a, of an issue with just shit. There's a new technique where they are taking all of this fecal matter and turning them into little fuel pellets that they then burn for energy. So, uh, and they use it to power their, I guess, their Japanese public baths. Um, and, you know... It's it's not completely clean energy. It's it's cleaner than burning coal, but it's just they're just trying to find some way to deal with um, all of this shit. 
Wow. That's exactly what I want in a steam room. Could you imagine what that steam room would smell like being powered by feces? (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? I mean, you know, like, I would hope that, you know, they burn it here and they let the gas out somewhere else. Uh, But that is, it, it is it is pretty amazing. Well, it's innovative. I'll say that. I mean, yes. I'm, uh, I'm I'm a big proponent of of finding al- alternative fuel sources wherever they may come from. You know, if it's a little better for the environment, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you know, uh, diapers are you know these one use and and done things, and there's really not much else you can do with them afterwards. Speak for yourself. <laughs> If if we could uh, if we could recycle them, you know, and 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 put them through a put them through a process one more time, I I guess that's that's great. But um, you know you know, um, as a kid, we had a tree in the backyard that was basically grown out of, I guess, like my shit as a kid, right? The fuck. So yeah, yeah, we we had it. We had a small apple tree, right, and. You know, I think. Would you shit on the apple tree? Well, I and then eat the apple. Yeah, yeah. Basically, (laughs) it was you know used as like a fertilizer. Never eating dinner. (laughs) (laughs) But you know that's just how that's how the world works. You know, like where does fertilizer come from? Dead things break down, and you know nutrients go back into soil. It's the circle of life. It's what Mufasa taught us. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I mean, I wonder what the applications are for this technology. I feel like we could be using astro shit to power to power faster than light propulsion one day. You know, Futurama was already on this because you'll remember Nibbler. Oh right? yeah, that's right. Wow, like that's the, right. the that's right though. The, yeah. the, the Express shit was powered by black hole shit. We're living in the year three thousand. Yeah, once again, Futurama proved to be real. Really like ahead of their time. Yeah. Maybe we can like, heat our, heat our homes like. If I could save on my national grid bill by by shitting into a tank, you know, and burning that for heat in the winter. Marty, we're out of fuel. Quick, have some prune juice. Open up the flux capacitor. Oh, jeez, Doc. <laughs> we're going back to the future. You know, it's it, you know what? It's it's better than I don't I don't you know what? I don't know what they do with it now, right? Like they they chemically clean it and then I think they just what? throw it out into in, into the into the river system or I don't even know what they do it with the at sewage treatment plants to get rid of shit. Well, that's that's definitely something for our listeners to to think about and uh <laughs> And so, so the next time you shit, take a look at it and, you know, wonder, how many light bulbs can you power? Only use the discretion of your wellness toilet when, when powering your light bulbs with shit, because you don't want to use tainted shit to power You know, bulbs. that's another thing. I would love for the wellness toilet to tell me how many kilowatts of, uh, of, of electricity <laughs> I just generated. <laughs> or what if the wellness toilet runs off of, the, like, off of my shit? So it's wow. like a full circle, Recursive. Right? See, now that's the real green energy right there, right? <laughs> I guess, you know, orange or brown. For those of us in apartment buildings, you know, we can get, like, electricity subsidies and, and whatnot by <laughs> pooling together our resources. And Wow, the shit network? <laughs> Resell energy to the grid? <laughs> why, why not? It's, it's money that we're just flushing away. We got to patent this. We have to patent this. <laughs>
<sighs> it's good. It's good, guys. Well, welcome back, and welcome back, listeners, to Red Channel Condition. I don't want to be here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying my time off, damn it. Well, yeah, once again, thank Thank, thank you guys for, for rejoining us for season two of Red Channel Condition. We really want to give a, a shout out and a thank you to, to everybody who sent us email. And, and, and I know there were a couple people who actually sent us gifts. So thank you very much for, for your patronage and listening and, and joining with us again. One quick note, we will be airing episodes uh, going forward on Fridays. So stay tuned for... Uh, our next episode of Red Channel Condition should be slated to air uh, Friday the 3rd of December. So look forward to that and subsequent airings each Friday going forward. Thanks very much, and it looks like that's all the time we have for on, on Red Channel Condition. Feel free to check us out on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. For questions, comments, concerns, feel free to send us an email at redchannelcondition at gmail.com. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back.